All right, I'm going to talk about making an impact today. So I think everybody wants to make an impact um, in their life. They want to be remembered. Um, they want to feel like they're doing something um, success. Even little kids, like teeny little kids, they want to show you, I did this, I did this. You know, we all want to be known, right? I think that's a basic need. Um, God created us that way. That's, you know, he, he wanted to know us, so he made us to be known, so we kind of want to make an impact. We, want, we don't want people to be like, oh, I don't even know. I've never even heard of that person, right? Like, have you ever met someone like a hundred times and then they're like, oh, have I met you before? That happened to us recently. Like, we talked to somebody and they're like, oh, have we ever met before? I'm like, like a dozen times and like, we've like emailed back and forth and you've seen my face like a thousand times. We've talked. I've asked you to pray for me. Like, yeah, just a few times. And you're like, oh, my. I want to go over here and cry a little bit. Um, then I realized, you know what? They just might be too busy, whatever. But I need, I'm like, Lord, where am I impacting? I need to, you want to be known. You want to have the impacts. But I'm just going to read about kingdom revelation. And to make an impact, we need to use wisdom. We need to have knowledge, you know. We want it to be a positive impact. So I want to talk a little bit. I'm going to read in Proverbs 1. As we know, Proverbs is... Um, the book of wisdom, uh, the wisest man on earth wrote a lot of Proverbs. So I'm going to start right in Proverbs 1 from the beginning, which kind of sets that. And it says, um, <clears throat> here are kingdom revelations, words to live by, and words of wisdom given to empower you to reign in life. How many of you guys want to reign in life? I, want, I do. I don't want to fail in life. I want to reign in life. So written as Proverbs by Israel's King Solomon, David's son, within these sayings will be found the revelation of wisdom in the impartation of spiritual understanding. Use them as keys to unlock the treasures of true knowledge. Those who cling to these words will receive discipline to demonstrate wisdom in every relationship. I'm going to stop there for a second. I wasn't going to, but the Lord said to stop there. He said, if you are having a dispute in a relationship, if you are, not in a, if you are struggling in your marriage, you're struggling with friends, or you're struggling with coworkers, and you're struggling in the relationships in life, right there it says, if you cling to the words of God, you will receive discipline to demonstrate wisdom in every relationship. So if that is something that you're like, I'm having a hard time, in this relationship, building healthy relationships, right there's your answer. All you have to do is go and cling to the word of God and you will have wisdom for every single relationship. So I want to, I don't know what's going on, but I want to give that to you guys today as a reminder. So we're going to keep going. It says, and to choose what is right and just and fair. These proverbs will give you great skill to teach the immature and make them wise, to give youth the understanding of their design and destiny. For the wise, these proverbs will make you even wiser. And for those with discernment, you will be, be able to acquire brilliant strategies for leadership. Whew, that's good. These kingdom revelations will break open your understanding. I love that. To unveil the deeper meaning of parables, poetic riddles, and epigrams. And to unravel the words and enigmas. Enigm enigmas of the wise. Sorry, I'm trying to get my words out. See, helping right there. How does a man gain the essence of wisdom 
we cross the threshold of true knowledge when we live in obedient devotion to God. Stubborn know-it-alls will never stop to do this, for they scorn true wisdom and knowledge. Whew! You guys, how many times, think about how many times you've really ever read Proverbs 1. And Proverbs 1 is telling you exactly what the other 30 Proverbs are going to do for your life. I love to do, you read the Proverbs a day that, like, today is the 21st. So you would read, like, the 20, like, there's 31 of them. Most of our months have 30 days, you know. And so it's so easy. I'm like, he's saying, this is, like, all your wisdom right here. The wisest man, Solomon asked, right there. So I look and say, he said, here's the words to live by. If you want to be successful, if you want to make an impact, if you want to, it says it's, he's going to give you a destiny. It's going to give you a calling. If you want that, then you need to go into the word of God and you need to live by these words. So it is good. I'm, I'm excited about it because I'm thinking sometimes when I spend time with people who don't like God's word or don't live by God's word, I'm like, I am so glad that I don't live like this. Like, it's just crazy. And I'm, and I'm like, okay, so God's talking about knowledge in there a bunch, right? When Solomon was using that, because we know that that's God speaking, because God, who gave Solomon those words? The Lord. Okay, so God's talking about knowledge. He's talking about wisdom. And to make an impact in your life, you need both knowledge and wisdom. Because wisdom and knowledge, they need to be together. Um, Wisdom is defined as the ability to discern or judge what is true or right or lasting. I want to be able to do that. I want to be able to discern if something's true, if it's the right thing, not because someone's telling me it, but if it is the right thing, something that's lasting. But then knowledge, on the other hand, is information you gain through experiences. You know, you touch a hot stove once, guess what you learn? Not to touch a hot stove, right? So you gain them through experiences, through reasoning, you know, through acquaintances. You learn things through people. So did you know knowledge can exist without wisdom? You can have knowledge without with having zero wisdom. There's a lot of people on this earth that have a lot of knowledge, And wisdom doesn't really reign in their life. But it can never be the other way around. You can be knowledgeable without being wise. You cannot be wise without knowledge. So both go together. Because once you have wisdom, you become knowledgeable. Even if it's just given to you, even if God just imparted it to you, gave you wisdom, you're going to have supernatural knowledge because he gave that to you, like Solomon did. He didn't have to experience a lot of these things that he wrote about. But he had wisdom on how to deal with all these situations because God gave it to him. So um, God wants us to have knowledge of him and what he expects of us. That's why he gave us the Bible. Um, that's why he gave us, you know, commandments. He, he did these things because he wants us to know him and what, you know, he expects of us. And really to it order in order to really obey God, we have to have knowledge of those commands. We can't obey something we don't know. If you don't know you shouldn't do something, (laughs) you're probably going to do it, right? You have to have some knowledge of what God is asking of us. So, but just as important as having knowledge is having that wisdom because knowing facts about God and knowing facts about the Bible is not 
the same as wisdom. Sometimes we get, we like to maybe interchange those words, but knowing facts does not automatically give you wisdom. So I'm going to share, we knew this man and he could quote whole books of the Bible, like the genealogies. He could tell, you know, like I can't even say most of those names, like whole books of the Bible without looking at it. And you think, wow, he must just really know the Lord. He could quote whole books of the Bible, but his family was out of control and chaos. They never had jobs. They made poor choices. And you think, whew, you have a lot of knowledge, but no wisdom, right? I don't want to live like that. I don't want to memorize things, but not know how to read. You ever see, I don't know if you, even in school, sometimes we teach kids to memorize words, but they don't know how to sound them out. So when they get to a new word, they don't know how to read it because it's not something they've seen. So knowledge and wisdom are two different things. Um, and when we look at that, we want to make that impact. We want to have that calling in our life. You know, when you have influence, your calling and your influence is not what you are going to be when you grow up or what you're going to become or your job um, someday. It's not measured in the amount of money that you make. Your calling and influence always starts in the little things of your life, mostly in your home. You know, the people that you're around, those are your first people that you influence. You know, we know as parents, we're celebrating dads today, the first representation our kids have of a father is us in the home. When they're little, we're influencing them. Hopefully we're influencing them to do good things. You know, like a little kid, they want to do what, you know, dad does. They, you know, they see dad or grandpa driving the tractor, and what do they want to do? They want to drive the tractor. They want to be up there. They want to be big. You know, um, they pretend things like, you know, my daughters, they would be like, I have a baby. You know, they would carry them, and they would do all the things that I did with them because we're the first people that influence their lives. So your first, if you want to have influence, if you want to make an impact, it has to start in your home, and it will spread from there. You grow your influence so that you could begin to attract people. You begin to have influence in their life because you love them, you give them wisdom, you know, you, you cover them with the word of God. Then you begin to, they begin to, it begins to attract more people or, or your kids closer to you and things like that. And that, once you attract people, then you begin to impact their life. Then you start walking in your destiny and your calling. So if this is here, so we, use, we don't use the word pastor anyways, but I'm going to use the word pastor, so you guys can mark that down. But, you know, if you, every single person, um, if you think, well, I want to be a leader, I want to be a pastor, I want to, you know, be in charge or whatever, um, I want to be an evangelist, any of these things that you're like, God has called us to do and it's so good, I want to be an apostle, you know, whatever, you want to be, you want that title or you want that position, but really we have to realize if any of those things, if you say, well, God called me to be this, he called me, you know, to lead worship or he called me, you know, to lead um, prayer ministry or whatever it is, he's called me to lead, but if the thing is, is your first church is your family. If you're going to be a pastor of anything, if you're going to be a leader of anything, it first your first ministry is your household. And if that is not in order, what right do you have to go and lead someone else? Because you're just walking with knowledge, right? 
If you're just giving them knowledge and you're not partnering with the wisdom, you're going to hand them chaos in a mess, right? And that's the thing is, our, if we look at that and say, saying, I hope I'm going to be this and I'm going to do all these big things and, um, and we didn't take care of the little parts first. We didn't take care of those, those our families and our friends and, and, and what God has put before us. So knowing everything, um, every word of the Bible, isn't going to give me, it's going to, I might impact somebody, but they're probably not going to think positively of me, right? If I'm treating my family bad, if I'm rude, if I'm disrespectful, and then I'm like, I can quote whole things of the Bible. Would you guys like that if I came in here and was just rude to you and disrespectful to you, and then I could just read the Bible off to you or quote it off? No, you would? You wouldn't? You wouldn't? You would? Whew, you guys must be hot or something today. I'm not doing a very good job today, am I? Come on, give me praise, people. I need help, you know. I'm in the kingdom of God. I'm trying to do... (laughs) Actually, give him praise. I was just joking about that. But that's true. When we hear something, you know, we need to put God first in our life. We need to look at his word. And when we apply that to any situation in our life, then we're going to have wisdom will cover it, grace will cover all of these things. And that's exactly what I'm saying is God has called us to make an impact. God has called us to influence. God has called us to serve. And if we want to do that effectively, we have to start with the word of God. We have to start where he has placed us. Maybe God told you, you're going to lead the masses. Well, can you lead your household first? Can you lead in your friendship circle? Can you lead, you know, with your coworkers or wherever God has placed you? Can you lead in those places first? So we definitely need wisdom to do that. People are messy. We're all messy. Every single one of us that has ever walked the earth, we have sinned except for Jesus. Everyone. Even the people that their walk has looked so close to Jesus, they've still been there. So that, so God's like, you need something. We need wisdom. We need it to partner with that knowledge so that we can have an impact, so that we can have an influence. And you know how you get wisdom? Wisdom is a gift from God. You don't have to do all these things right for years so that you can get wisdom. You don't have to be like, well, I can't be wise until I read the whole Bible. That's not true, right? Because wisdom is a gift from God. In James 1, it says, if any of you lacks wisdom, there's been moments in my life I've lacked wisdom, (laughs) you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. All you have to do is ask for wisdom. Lord, I don't know what to do in this situation. And God's like, it's okay, I do. Lord, show me in your word how this is going to work out. What do I need to do? You know, and, and he says he's always going to give not just enough, not just a little bit. He said he's going to give generously. No matter what you're doing, he said, I'm going to give generously. If you ask me, I'm going to give generously. That's good. I like that because you know what? I make a lot of mistakes. I am a, 
I like to do things first and then think about them later. (laughs) I will just like get going. I'm like, God wants me to do this. I need to do it tomorrow. And God's like, you know that takes five years, Sarah. I was like, but tomorrow's good. I'm open. I'm free tomorrow. Does anyone else do that when God shows you something and you're like, yes. God's like, you can do all these things. I'm like, all of them tomorrow. He's like, that's why I don't tell you more than one step ahead, girl. That's what God, you know, God knows by now. He's like, this one, I can only, like, I can only give her one step because she wants to do all the steps in the same day. Like, you know the people that are like, I can carry 50 grocery bags so I don't have to make a tra- second trip? Yes. That's how I am when the Lord says stuff to me. I'm like, oh my gosh, we can do this, like, all this week. And the Lord's like, you know that's a 20-year plan, right? you like, And I'm like, but we can do it. And God's like, we can, but let's get your character there first. (laughs) Right? That's probably the, I mean, it's definitely not God. It's definitely me. But, I mean, you get excited. And so, you know, God blesses us with wisdom. And and sometimes I look at when God gave me, I asked the Lord, Lord, I want supernatural wisdom on how to deal with relationships, things I've never dealt with, you know? Like, I never had teenagers before, and we were dealing with teenagers many years before our kids became teenagers. Now I got these beautiful teenagers. They're so beautiful. You girls are pretty. Tell them that all the time. But, you know, God gave me wisdom in that because I asked him. I kept saying, Lord, I don't want my family to be chaos. I don't want to grow up with pain. I don't want to have to go through teenage angst with my children and all these things. So I kept asking him. I kept asking him. So then he just kept giving me, like, just do this. I'm like, oh. And, and then when I worked with little kids, I used to work in a preschool. And um, people say, well, how did you do that every single time? And I said, you know what? I just do it different every time. I just go ask the Holy Spirit. Because what I did yesterday, I said I realized that my wisdom lies in yesterday they got reprimanded for doing that, and today they get a hug. Because the wisdom of the Lord knows what's going on in their life too. So I asked for that, and in, and in doing that, um, it, it was just really awesome to see that I didn't have to do anything. I didn't go. I remember I was sitting in front of a superintendent and, and he goes, where did you go to school? Because I've never experienced someone who knows what you know. And I said, I don't even have a degree. I said, I don't have no bachelor's. I said, I haven't taken child psychology. I said, I get everything that I have from the Lord. He's like, good enough. <laughs> and that, you know, I mean, that is really how it should, we should realize that we don't, sometimes God says put knowledge with it. There's nothing wrong with getting an education. Um, but that's not the final. God is the final. God blesses us with wisdom so that we can glorify him. In that situation, like I said, where did you get that information? How did you become wise in this? And I said, it's from the Lord. What happened? So everything they had been watching for years, the influence I had, all the glory went back to who? It goes back to God. And when you give it back to God, you know what he does? He wraps it up in a bigger package and he gives it back to you and he sends you out again. You don't have to do it all in one day. You know, even if you want to, God will give you more. He'll just keep giving you. If you keep asking, he's going to keep giving you more opportunities. If you're like, well, I never have opportunities, well, how many times you ask? It's true. God is overabundant in his giving. 
And he just, he blessed us so that we could glorify him with, and use the knowledge that we have of him. <clears throat> and we know that Solomon, he was the wisest man, and he asked for wisdom above everything else. And because he asked for wisdom, he basically received everything else. He didn't need to ask for money because if you give him wisdom, guess what? Now you have a, you have, you have a brain that like, knows how to understand things and finances will come in, right? And things like that. So Solomon knew that asking for wisdom meant all things are going to be added on to him. That was the greatest thing he could have asked for. So knowledge is kind of like what we do. We gather over time through the study of Scripture. It's good to study Scripture. You should know those. It, it definitely helps. Um, and so knowledge is, is we are studying. We're you know reading books. We're reading Scripture. We're talking about it. But wisdom is when we act properly upon that knowledge. Does that make sense? So I'll put it to you like this. So knowledge understands that the light is red. Wisdom tells you to apply your brakes, right? You can know that light is red and go through it. You may have all that knowledge, but it's not going to work out that good if you don't apply your brakes. So another thing, knowledge sees the quicksand and knows what it is. Wisdom says, walk around it. Knowledge memorizes the Ten Commandments, and wisdom obeys them. See, that's the difference between knowledge and wisdom. You can have all knowledge. If you do not part it with wisdom, you will become a fool. Because knowledge learns about God, but wisdom is the love of God. Wisdom is the love of God in your life. He gave it to you because he loves you. And you learn to not walk in the rules and the law and the regulation, regulations of knowledge. You walk in the freedom of wisdom. And I love that because when you look at those things, you think, well, of course I'd stop at a red light. Not everyone does that. You know, think of, look, at some, look at things in my own life. Sometimes I'm like, I know this. Why would I do this? What is going on? You know, or I make the wrong choice. I could have all the knowledge about it. But if I don't apply the wisdom, it's not going to work out. And I'm, I'm almost every time going to become a fool. Foolishness, pride, those things don't like wisdom. And so you can have um, some of the smartest people I know. I wouldn't, I'm thinking, you like know everything. But I wouldn't let you cross the street by yourself. Do you know what I mean? Like street smarts, you know, like I'm not letting you, like if I take you to the store, you're going to get kidnapped. Like like they're not like aware of like all these things and like wisdom. So knowledge is really good. God gave it to us. He wants us to have it. So I'm not saying, you know, quit school, don't get an education, don't learn. No, please keep doing those things, especially if God told you. Um, <clears throat> you know, there are times that God's like, no, you're not doing that. Listen to the Lord first. Listen to the Lord first. You know, that's the easiest thing. If you literally just take that time and talk to the Lord and listen to him, most of your things are going to be taken care of right away. But most of the time, we want to go 100 miles an hour. We want to do what we know. And we forget to ask the Lord what he's doing. And every time I do that in my own life, 
because I'm not saying that to you guys. I'm, I'm speaking to myself, and I can only speak on this because I've done it lots and lots and lots and lots of times. And then God just comes over with a wave of grace for me every single time. So what I'm saying is I, I just I think about when I worked in the, with the preschool and I did that, and I thought, Lord, they're struggling with the kids, and I'm not, and I'm so thankful that every time I ask you, because when I don't ask you, there were some times I did not ask, and I got myself into some places, and I'm thinking, I remember one time I was like, I don't even like kids, little brats. And I thought, that's not God. I was like, I would be like, I need to call their parents. Their parents need a spanking. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you know, when, but, but when I applied the wisdom of the Lord and I said, Lord, what do you want? And I just remember, I just remember seeing people get annoyed with little ones or being like, why don't you do this? You know how to do this. You know what's right. And these little kids would just do, and I just remember going up, constantly hugging them, you know, shaking them, (laughs) putting them in the trash. I'll share this. So when the trash can was new, the kids loved it because I would pick them up. I'm like, trash baby, and I'll put them in the trash can. So I'm sorry. I know I did that to your child. He still likes me. They would line up and be like, Miss Sarah's going to throw us in the trash. (laughs) But they would also know when I was making the snacks, they'd come up. And I would, you know, supposed to wait for snack. And you have to do this and you have to do that. But some of the kids, they would come up and they would just stand next to me. And just sneak a little food, baby bird in their mouth. They'd just be lying up there. You know, because why not bless them? Why does everything have to be so rigid? You know, listen to the Lord. And, and I just want to keep reminding you guys, listen to the Lord. He will give you wisdom. And whatever you do, um, is if you do those things repeatedly, you, you are what you do repeatedly. Does that make sense? Whatever you do repeatedly, you are. So if you keep becoming a fool, maybe you need to start listening to the Lord or asking him first. If you want to be wise, you have to repeatedly do what the wise do, and the wise repeatedly go to the word of God and ask the Lord, What would you like me to do in this situation? So if you're not liking how your life is looking, then you need to change what you're doing. Keep going to the Lord. If every time you have a problem, you run to mom or dad or a friend first, and you keep having problems, what you need to say is, okay, these people can help me, but you know who can change my situation? You know who can make all things new? You know who can bring in forgiveness and peace and grace? That's the Lord. Every single time. Every single time, he's never going to turn you down. He's never going to say no. He's never going to say you've made your limit. You know, he never says you haven't met your deductible yet. (laughs) He doesn't do that. He doesn't do that. So you may know everything. You may have a bunch of degrees. You may have read every book. But it's not what you know. It's how you act on what you know. That's wisdom, how you act on what you know. And do you know that Jesus is the wisdom of God that came down in the flesh? You know, Solomon was the wisest man, but Jesus was God. So Jesus was the first, is the first wise thing 
that you can decide on, that you can hear from the Lord. He said, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you my son and he's going to have the Holy Spirit that can be with you. You want wisdom? Here you go. Here he is. So if it's wisdom that you need, you need to start with him. So if Jesus has been pushed off the side in your life, you need to bring him back out front. If you're like, I've been going to church, but I really, you know, I like to talk about church things, but I don't really live in partnership with the Holy Spirit. I haven't accepted Jesus and said, you know what? You're right. You reign. You're in charge. We're doing what you want to do. Then just make that right. You don't need me to do an altar call. You just go ahead and talk to him and say, Lord, I need to fix some things. I have not put you in the right place. You don't need me to do that for you. You don't need, you know, the words. You've got words. Ask the Lord. Lord, how do I fix this? And he'll tell you. Just tell Jesus you're sorry. Invite him into your life and say, it's your turn to lead. It's really simple. But start with him. Because all other wisdom flows from him. Everything. If you want anything from the Lord, and you have the Lord living in you, then you have all wisdom in you. We can all be Solomons. Did you guys, like, if, we can, because we have Jesus living in us. I mean, we actually have it better than Solomon, because he had to go, you know, and pray to the Ark and the Covenant, all these things, and we have Jesus right here every moment. We don't have to worry about if connection is lost, or we can't get there, or, or something keeps us from getting to the temple. We have it right there, so every situation that arises, we have immediate right there. We have the Lord. We can say, what are we going to do? How do I fix this? What's going on? What do you want me to do? All of those things right there. The wisest decision you can make is to begin a relationship with Jesus. Not just know about him, not just repeat things, not just, you know, do the cliche verses that we all know, which are great. John three sixteen. what do you really know about that? You can quote that, but does that live inside of you? If you're struggling with wisdom, reassess of where Jesus is. Is he still on the outside and you know about him, or does he live on the inside? And he's part of you. That's where you begin. 1 Corinthians 2.16, it says, As the scripture says, and we heard in Proverbs, it says, if you listen to my word, you're going to be wise. I'm going to take care of things. You're going to be mature. You're going to be grown, all these things. So as the scripture says, who can know what is on the Lord's mind? Who is able to give him, advi- to give him advice? But we have been given Christ's way of thinking. Right there it says that you can actually know what God is saying what he's talking about. You can know his will. You don't have to, you don't have to sit there and, and tarry and hopefully you can, you know, eventually hear from the, law, the, the Lord. And he's saying right there, you can know what God is wanting, thinking. Um, you can know his will for you. You can know his character because we have been given Christ's way of thinking. Guys, this is kind of a big deal. If we think about that, we have been given Christ's way of thinking. We have all wisdom and knowledge. We should be leading in our families. We should be leading in our communities. You know, we should be leading in our workplaces with our walk because we are walking into every area with all wisdom, which is the Holy Spirit who lives inside of us. Every single place we go, we should be the wisest people because we have the wisest that ever lived on the inside of us. But access it. You can keep the lid on, 
Or you can say, hey, what do you think, Jesus? Yeah, I shouldn't do that. You're right. You're so smart. But a lot of times, Jesus is like, hey, hey, don't, don't, don't walk into that road. And you're like, be quiet. Be quiet. And we just want to shut him up. You don't know. Hmm. I'm not going to say we, but I don't know about you, but I've done that before, and it has not worked out well for me. When I worked at this, well, I worked at this job, and the Lord said, I want you to work here. This was before Lon was born, and it was a kid prison. I was like, uh-uh, I'm not working there. Like, I'm a young mom, like, not doing that. And the Lord brought the job to me, and he said, I want you to work there. And I said, no, I refuse. I was like, you don't know, because that's not safe. You know, I have a baby. Like, this is like, these kids, you know what I mean? I don't have any experience how to deal with, like, violent offenders, right? That's kind of scary. I was, what, 23 years old? So that was a little scary. And God said, again, so a few months later, I tried to get every other job. And every job fell through. And then I took a job, and the Lord said, I told you I want you to work there. Guess what? Got the job. Job was removed from me. We are almost in dust. Like, I couldn't pay my rent. I couldn't buy. I mean, I w- we were like, I was refusing. And it was like we were in dire financially at this point. And God brought it before me. He said, I asked you to work there. Now go. I went, finally, and the man that was in charge at the time was a believer, and he said, God told me to give you a dollar over everyone who gets hired here, including the counselors, the people who had bachelors, masters. And he said, he's like, God told me that that's what to do for you. So I got hired in. We were able to buy our house, everything. And it was just, and I'm thinking, you know what, Lord? We have the Holy Spirit living in us, and we have the right to say, I don't want to listen to you. But we also have the right to, we're also going to get the consequences that go with not listening to the Holy Spirit. Because God had a plan for me, all the things I was afraid of, never, even I never experienced it. You know, we saw God's grace there. I got to have, I brought kids, they got baptized. I led people to the Lord. Um, I had got a lot of experience casting out demons that I just like, is this real? And God's like, well, let me show you. <laughs> let, me, let me let you experience this. And I was like, okay, Lord, I will never doubt your word ever again. But God said, you're going to get experience there, and I'm going to give you wisdom, and I'm going to give you favor. But I still had the right to say, am I going to listen to you, Holy Spirit, or not? And that's where you guys are every day. Every person that um, lives according to God's word, we have the right to say yes to the Holy Spirit or yes to ourselves. So you have to choose. You know, it tells us that we have the mind of Christ. So you can call on Jesus. You know, he will always give you wisdom. And it said an abundantly overflow of it for your situation. So impact comes from knowledge and learning and growing and partnering with the gift of wisdom of God. If you want to have any impact in any area of your life, from your family to your job, um, to your community, then you need to start with Jesus. And you need to ask for wisdom He will give it, and then you need to let the Holy Spirit lead. Don't close that lid. Don't say, no, it's not your turn to talk. No, it's always the Holy Spirit's turn. He won't force you, but man, he's a lot better leader. I'm not that great. I'm not a good, 
when I am tired and my flesh is leading, it is not pretty. You guys, I am very, <laughs> when, I let, when, I, when I don't let the Holy Spirit lead, it is a mess. And I make messes, and then I have to spend the next, you know, weeks or months cleaning up the mess I made. How much more could I do for the Lord if I quit getting in the way and making messes and I didn't have to spend weeks, you know, in repentance and forgiveness and doing these things if I just listened to the Lord the first time? We don't have to continually clean up messes. We also can just not make them. <laughs> I'm, you know what I mean? If you clean up after you each time, then you don't have a huge mess. So that's what we need to do. Listen to the Holy Spirit first. He wants to give you wisdom. So let's just pray. I just want to also, at this time, I want to impart, I want to give an impartation of wisdom specifically for families, um, relational things. So if that's something you want, if you want supernatural wisdom for your marriage, if you want supernatural wisdom with your friends or your children or your spouses, we're going to do this at that time. And I want you guys to just actively just receive that because I feel like that's what the Lord wants to impart here today because we as believers should have the healthiest families on the earth. So, all right, let's just pray. Lord, we just thank you. We thank you that you are a great giver of wisdom, that you always give more than we need. You are abundance. So we just right now just ask if, if you want to put your hands out to receive, that's just an act, but you don't have to. But um, if you want, just put your hands out right now in an act of receiving. And I'm just going to pray, Lord, right now, I just impart on these people right now that you are giving them the most amazing marriages, Lord, that people are becoming just, um, they are influencers and leaders in their marriage, that people see their relationships and they, they are the goal that people want. Lord, I just thank you for that. And Lord, I just thank you um, for parents right now. I thank you uh, that you have supernatural wisdom on how to raise children. We just right now impart supernatural wisdom. These children that, that these people are raising here today, that people are, people are drawn to their children, that the level of influence is just astounding, and, and it is changing every family that they come in contact with. So I just thank you for that. I thank you that... We just impart wisdom in the workplace. I think you as people go and they interact with their coworkers, their coworkers' lives change, and not just their lives, their countenance begins to change that they're, that when they walk in the room and they impart that wisdom, depression, worry, all of these things fall off anyone who stands in their presence because they carry your presence, Lord. So I just thank you that wisdom is flowing abundantly through this room today. I thank you that knowledge is increasing. I thank you for opportunities to just know the answer to every situation, everything that comes up just comes to them immediately through the Holy Spirit. So Lord, I just thank you that right here we're just releasing your wisdom, not our wisdom, not knowledge, but your wisdom is just released upon your people to go out, to do a good work, to complete their destiny. Lord, I just thank you that they are kingdom people. They are a good kingdom. You are a good father. And I thank you. And everyone said... Amen.